This is John. This is Danny. Welcome to Do You Know. All right, so what's up? Well, I start my security guard job today. Okay, cool. So what's the, what's the rundown? So basically, I um, allow cars in. I'm in a guard shack. Cool. And I make sure cars come in. So the biggest challenge for me today is the fact that I don't know everyone. And so the guy who trained me was like, oh, they're cool, let them in. Oh, they're cool, let them in. So I'm going to be stopping a lot of people who are like used to just coming in. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be like, I don't know who you are. Some people have stickers mm -hmm. on their windshield, but a lot of people don't. And then you just have to get used to who they are and give the wave. Right. So, like, hopefully they wave to me. I don't think it's going to be a huge deal. They know I'm new. But, you know, it's opening night jitters. But they should introduce themselves. Right. Like, what I mean is, like, they're used to having that rapport with the other person. Yeah. They should make a rapport with you. Yeah. Because you were trained. You know what to do, like, in essence. They should say, hey, I'm such and such. They should bring you like a welcoming basket. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying like the community right. should open up to you because you are their protector. Right. You exactly. know, and uh, you want to grease the wheels. Right. Right. Because if something goes down. Yeah. You want to make sure you... I'm in the right mood to. Uh, right. To, to be like, I, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> right. Like they treat you bad. They're all like, dude, I always get in here. How right. can you do this to me? And then something pops and you're like, uh, you're kind of rude to me, dude. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't remember the number. It's a nine, uh, whatever. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. So is it air conditioned? No, but it's by the beach. I can see the beach from where I am. So it's actually really cold. So wow. I'm going to be wearing a thermal underneath my shirt today. It's been like, uh, some of the highest swells. In the ocean, I was listening to a report and tons of fog, yeah, huge swells. I guess all the surfers throughout, you know, Southern California have been kind of attacking that area to 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 get uh, some of that good surf. Because I guess the summer it was very low, yeah, and I guess in the uh, I guess they call it the Western Pacific. Ah, there's a a storm. Oh, okay. And we're getting that backlash. They said it's going to last for about a week. Oh, okay. Well, so, that's cool. So you may have some surfers trying to sneak in a park. Yeah, so basically, like, my main job, like, my main, main job is to keep the homeless out. Like, they don't want homeless people coming in and squatting and doing stuff, like, hanging out at the pool and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that's, like, my number one job. Um, and then letting cars in and, and checking out visitors is, like, number two. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you write tickets? Not yet. So they said eventually that's coming down the, the pipe, but uh, right now I don't. Okay. Probably start with like a warning. So it's um, an HOA. Yeah, HOA. Okay. HOA. So yeah, so they want to run the community a certain way. And at a yeah. certain point, it may be yards have to be a certain way. Like there could be... Uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. Once once we start doing patrols and stuff. But I I doubt that it, it's going to be in the near future. It, it seems like a place like I'm when I, I trained at another place where like some. So I can't say the celebrities who live there, mm -hmm. but some some celebrities you would know. Woo woo. <laughs> some celebrities, you know, live and um, basically like 
the people had been there for like 24 years, like the security guards. So this is like an old company. Like these people don't really like change. Cool. They don't like it when things change. Job security. Yeah. That's great. You know, it's nice to be in. And I mean, a location that people dream of. Yeah. Um, being able to see the beach from where you work and... You know, it seems like it, it'll be pretty chill once you get to know everybody. You know, you'll yeah. have a little of the jitters. Yeah. Um, but after that, I mean, it might be, you know, a nice situation. What's the lunch situation, though, since you're there? So, basically, I eat while I'm on p- patrol. So, basically, um, I don't get, like, a break in the sense of an unpaid break. So, I get a, a, a paid break. I get 30 minutes where I eat in the guard shack while I'm letting cards in. Sweet. And I get 10 minutes, same thing. So, I get to leave an hour earlier than I would at the other job that I was going to take. Tight. So, yeah. So, it's 2 to 10. And you're there by yourself or are you with another I'm guy? there by myself. Oh, so you actually could have, like, a spread all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when I would go to work, you know, we order, like, a pizza. Yeah. And whoever's working, you grab a slice of pizza. Pizza kind of sits around during the day. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You know, to be able to eat. Yeah. You know? Nice, man. Well, that's, yeah. uh, well, congratulations. Thanks. Man, uh, that seems really cool, you know? Yeah. So what's going on with the news? Well, you know, we just had this uh, summit. I guess they're doing uh, a global uh, climate summit in Scotland. Yeah. And a big push is that in the next 30 years, they want to lower the total Earth's temperature by one and a half degrees Celsius. Okay. So, in essence, they want to lessen the carbon footprint. And And I've been thinking about this. Um, you know, the plants, they breathe carbon. So yeah, we carbon exhale dioxide. carbon monoxide yeah. and we, and they give us oxygen. Yeah. So if the scientists calculations are correct and they think we have too much carbon and they were, and carbon dioxide, when I say carbon, and they are able to slowly eliminate it from the atmosphere through all these different ways that they're talking about. They have um, even these kind of like pumps that suck it out of the air. Yeah. um, Because carbon, I guess, can bond to many different substances. It has, uh, I think, three bases. Um, Anyway, for our chemistry uh, majors out there. Right. (laughs) Anyway, I was thinking about this. Let's say we figured out how to completely eliminate carbon dioxide wouldn't that kill all the plants? Yeah, we would die. Right, we would die. So, my concern is that science, because it's it's only correct until it's proven incorrect. Right. So why why are we trying to eliminate something that we actually really need? Well, it's like it's like this. Nothing in and of itself is a poison or a medicine. It's the dosage that counts. Mm. So if you eat two pounds of aspirin, that's going to kill you. If you (laughs) eat two tons of water, that's going to kill you. Mm -hmm. If you eat one microgram of um, anthrax, that won't kill you. It's a poison, but it won't kill you at that dosage. Mm. So it's only the dosage that matters. Okay. So too much of a good thing 
becomes a poison and too little of a bad thing becomes a good thing because it becomes inoculation. It becomes what we are being um, given shots for to prevent a disease. Mm -hmm. So I think that when you look at this, they can say we have too much carbon dioxide. But based on what? Well, that's where you would have to read the studies and stuff. So that's, that's where there's so much controversy with scientists because I think a lot of people don't believe that scientists know what they're talking about. Well, what it is is that you could say, <clears throat> for example, uh, I'm taking um, a biology class and I'm actually taking a sustainability class. Yeah. You can write a paper with credible sources both supporting yeah. and dis basically, what's it called? Disclaiming their proof? Disputing. Disputing their proof. So what I don't quite understand is that this isn't a new situation. So, for example, you look at England and uh, I, I can't remember Prince Henry or 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 who who the name is always has this very extreme the end of the world is coming in six months or coming in this decade mm. and I mean he's been doing this for a long time and it has to do with climate change it's similar to um, Al Gore yeah. And I'm not against climate change. I'm not saying that there's not pollutants in the atmosphere. I'm not against environmental change. I just don't quite understand that if you're able to argue it on both sides, why would we go with one side and not with the other side? Since they're all scientists. Yeah. So who gets, like, if I was the justice, right? Yeah. And it's supposed to find an equilibrium. Why do we tend to lean towards things that we feel are like gonna do something? Maybe, like it's it's so <laughs> strange to me. Like if there's not a real problem, I mean there are so many other problems that are happening now. For example, drunk drivers. Okay. People die from drunk drivers every single day. Right. But in 30 years from now, if we don't figure out a way to lower one and a half degrees Celsius, could be the end of humans or the uh, ability to grow food. Right. Why don't we focus on saving people today? Yeah. Um... I think this has to do with, like, why do we look to the stars to find artificial life when we already have 7 billion people here that you don't know? Like, <laughs> if you're really that interested in meeting someone, like, I could set you up with someone in China or India or Pakistan that's foreign, that would basically be an alien for all intents and purposes, speak a different language, eat mm -hmm. different food... But, you know, there's something, there's some people, there's some class of people who just have to do things 
on a big scale. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to do things on a galactic scale. Okay. They can't think about the here and now. They have to think about 30 years from now. They have to think about, well, what's in the next galaxy, you know? Right, and then on the way home, they get hit by a drunk driver. Right. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is, like, why don't we design vehicles where if you are drinking, the car does not start? Like, since we have well, so, that's so, a so Tesla. much... I'm saying, do they do that? No, I'm saying, but it, it, it's a self-driving vehicle. I mean... We should have... We should have... I'm saying that technology should already be here because we know that impaired driving doesn't work. Like, we know that... Right. And we could ask all the scientists and all of them would agree. There's yeah. not a group of people that go, well... The problem is they don't have the money. P- poor people tend to drink. It should be a mandate. I know, but the thing is, is that you can't pay for it. I mean, we're talking, like, the people who met in Scotland are probably rich. Let me ask you this. How did they get to Scotland? They probably flew. So, we're talking about climate change. Yeah, right. And we have the ability to do things online. And not use any energy. Right, use a Zoom, like a Zoom call. So, they thought... That it's a good idea for everybody to fly to Scotland and use all that energy yeah. and carbon. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, let's, not, let's call hypocrites hypocrites. Yeah. Right? Like, if I was going to put together a global summit about environment uh, security for the future, I uh, probably wouldn't have everybody come there in jets. Right. I think they're trying to do something for their constituents. Like, in other words, the people go, do something about the climate. And so they go, okay, we'll have a meeting about it. Like, you know, they they feel that if they're just sitting around, like, on Zoom all day, you can't see it. Therefore, they're worried they'll lose their positions as leaders because it looks like they're not doing anything. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like it, it this is more like uh, like the Olympics. They yeah, put on the show. Yeah, you gotta like you know get out there, shake the hands, the or do the fist bump, whatever they do. I don't know if they shake hands anymore. I, I don't know. With I mean, COVID. This, the stuff I saw just basically on the website was they had about uh, four major points about what they wanted to do in the next thirty years, and some of it had to even do with um, economics. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting for the environment, but to throw in uh, the need to have globalization of economy. Wow, and I thought that was an interesting point to put into a summit. So why would we need a world economy to be talked about behind the cloak? Of one and a half degrees. So one and a half degrees is like the major point. Yeah. That's like the huge point. Then like the third point's like a uh, global economy. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, with the, I mean, like, you know, Facebook is getting its new like meta thing and, um, I'm glad it, you brought that up actually. Yeah. So, uh, I think that because the world is essentially connected, it makes sense to start having, not, I'm not saying replace economies with a global economy, but it makes sense to have a global economy. I mean, it does make sense to do that because we are living 
in a global economy. We're, we're living in a place where people trade and buy and sell and work in different places. Like people might be working from India or Philippines or America or Canada or Mexico or wherever you're, you're working. And that's a global economy. But or China. And that is, but do you know what else happens with a global economy? No. You have a global government that taxes it. Ah. So what happens is now, since everything is traceable, yeah. they get all of their money and they set the price. So like if you think, I know our listeners who have businesses, houses and whatnot in California know how much California charges. Right. Imagine being a part of a world global network where they set the prices and then all of a sudden every transaction that you're talking about, bloop, their money comes right out off the top. Right. So, so much for free enterprise and free trade, there would be gone. Right, because we would have to figure out what kind of government it would be. Would it be a democracy? Be communist. Would it be communist? Absolutely would it be... be communist. You think so? Whoever has the, um, the, the, the military, that's what it comes down to. So it's going to be a, a war between China, America, and Russia. I mean, those are uh. like the major players in the game. And both China and Russia lean communists. I see. In my opinion. I'm saying Russia, maybe on paper, isn't communist, but they're pretty close. They're like super close to communists. Right. So it would be against America, and then you have have Europe, but Europe is almost like... Socialist. Yeah, they're very... They, they like, don't have... They don't have weapons. They have, like, very little weapons. Like, their mentality is, like, we don't need weapons, and then we know from history... Whenever uh, civilization doesn't have weapons or they try to use a lot of diplomacy, what happens? The barbarians come. The barbarians come. And that's happened time and time again in history. Yeah. So if we set up ourselves to be a global economy, well, we'll just wait for the barbarians to come. And the barbarians may be hackers. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I, I'm... I, I would say that the next attack would probably be a cyber attack. You know, they're not going to fly planes into a building again. Right, you just shut the grid down. Yeah. And everything's done, frozen. Yeah. Now, when you brought up Meta, what's interesting about the vision of Meta, and also I think on older episodes we've talked about um, 4.0. So right now we're in 3.0 in yeah. the web development. 4.0 is when our artificial intelligence of our devices that has been monitoring us yeah. actually starts to make decisions based on our history. Wow. So your device learned about you in 3.0. It learned about your spending habits. It learned about socially what you talk about. It looked at what you like to search for and, exa- and etc. And in the next level... It takes all that data and creates a profile for you. And it goes out of its way to be your assistant. So the small amount of data that I've seen is in regard to travel. So there's, uh, it's a billion dollar business traveling. 
The idea is that our devices will be able to help us. So instead of having to search for the best deals, like what we usually do, yeah. the device will do that for you automatically and schedule all of your bookings based on you. Hmm. So Meta is going to be, the idea is it's going to be a world that is basically, I want to call it, it's 3D, but it may be 4D. Okay, because it may include other senses. And you will be able to walk around as an avatar in this virtual world with billions of people. So like how we go outside and we're in the real world. Right. It's going to be like that because we're going to have a headset on. And it's going to put us into this world where from the hope is that it's going to seem so real that you would pay to go on a trip in that world with your friends. Ah. And on that trip, you could go on roller coasters or you could go lay by the ocean, but you will feel like you're there because it will tingle your senses. I see. So what they're scared about right now, there's only one company that's overseeing all the security of it. But what they're worried about is that there's going to be basically avatars that are criminals in this world. Yeah. And they're going to make friends with you and steal from you. Like, like scammers do now in the real world. Right. But it'll be in a virtual world. So it may be a beautiful woman who approaches you. If you're a girl, maybe a beautiful man approaches you. And they want to figure out what to do in this situation so they're basically asking, you know, Meta, they're saying, we need other agencies to get involved in this, but they don't really want anyone else involved in this because right now they get the whole pie. Yeah. So you start bringing more people in, they want a piece of the action. Right. And other companies are, are worried that you start letting in just everyone, right? That all this other stuff can happen. I mean, it could be even like bullying. Like you could have a group of bullies, like people bullying you, yeah. attacking you, you know, making you feel bad. People then commit suicide. I mean, imagine you're going to have not only your real life to worry about, you're going to have your meta life. Your meta life, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, if you, get a ch if you could choose any avatar, <laughs> since we're talking about meta, who are you going to be in this world? Um, you know what? I'm going to like not do it. I mean, it just seems like too advanced. I'm going to wait for my kids to do it and mm. then I'm going to like ease in. This is this reminds me of when my mom was hesitant to get an answering machine. Now <laughs> now how innocuous is an answering machine? Like it's not going to harm you. It's not going to do anything, but she waited so long to get an answering machine. And now I know how she probably felt. I don't know exactly how she felt, but I know, you know what? Um, just putting my toe into technology that I'm not familiar with that could possibly have some kind of rep repercussions on me. I don't know what kind of avatar I would be. I mean, would I be a woman? Would I be a man? Would I be an assassin, a ninja? <laughs> you know, I... The, the 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 repercussions like are is my job gonna look at this like you know i mean i'm sure they are so and then you you have to think about like you know 
do you want it to be as close to you as possible? Do you want it to be different? I don't know. So I would wait for the younger generation to instruct me. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they would know more. That, that would be the hope. But maybe they're going to be just as clueless as I am. I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. You wake up in the morning and then you have to put on like your headset. Right. And check in with everybody. Right. You know, meet them for breakfast or whatever it is. You know, hey, everybody, you know, you're in this world. And then you have to leave because you have like things to do in real life. But then again, you have all this technology that's going to assist you. So the idea is the errands that at some point are going to end. Once we are completely autonomous, your car will get gas by itself. The groceries will appear at your house. You won't need to leave the house as much. Right. So you will be able to have more of this other world because people are starting to have that, like, I'm only at home. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at these businesses. Look at Instacart. Look at all this stuff. Uber, DoorDash. I mean, it's like, at a certain point, that's going to be all autonomous. Even the trucks. And they're looking at those Tesla trucks now. Yeah. um, Which is our weakest area right now, is, is the infrastructure of getting goods. Like, they're worried right now we won't have enough goods in... United States during the holidays because of the backup at the Los Angeles port right now right. of boats right. with cargo. Yeah. So they're putting a, a, a fee that they've never done before for every container that sits. It's a hundred per day and it doubles indefinitely. Yeah. And they're doing that to try to get these boats to get out of there. But I think they're just trying to make money. Yeah, because, like, they would move it if they could. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fine is not going to, like, make, like, oh, I got a fine. Like, oh, that that's going to make me move. Like, yeah, the Port Authority is... That was like, what was holding me back. Like, I wasn't being charged enough. Right, yeah, the Port Authority is saying it's not to make money. It's to get them going. But, man, I mean, imagine if you have uh, 100,000 shipping containers. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's like a million dollars a day. Yeah. Right? And it doubles. So you have to sit there for a week. I mean, what are, you know, what are they paying? 14, 20 million? Yeah. Huge amount of money for the authority. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, I don't know if those ships can carry 100,000 containers. I have no clue. No, yeah. I, I have no idea either. But, uh, but it looks like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can go to our email. Uh, do you know... With John and Dan, yeah, at gmail.com. right? And you can always send us an email. Uh, if you have a small business or something, and you want to be on the show, and, and and shoot the breeze with us, and maybe talk a little bit about what you're doing, again, reach out to us, and uh, we may have some uh, openings uh, for people to talk about what they're doing in our community. Yes. Uh, again, we're looking for you know things that are positive, and kind of represent uh, the things that we represent. So. You know, keep it classy. Keep it classy. All right, well, anyway, this is Danny. This is John. And we'll see you next time. Peace.